It's hard to hear the truth with so many people talking. Join your host as he engages in unfettered conversation with folks sharing their perspective on how businesses, political policies, technology, and world events impact their families and communities. If you want to turn your thoughts into actions, listen to the Brother of Light, dropping wisdom in your left ear and knowledge in your right. Hey, Brother Dave, how are you? Great this morning, big bro. How are you feeling today? Man? Oh, I'm doing okay, man. I'm, you know, I get so excited about uh, whenever I talk to you, I feel inspired and and um, feel like you and I have a lot in common. And our stories are very funny thing. As I was looking to send you the link to this episode, we're going to call this part two. I found our first part, so we'll do this in... in in two segments. I believe that your story is so compelling and what it is that you're doing with the young people there in Washington Heights. Um, we got to keep repeating that story because it, it becomes very, very important. So folks, I'd like to invite you to another episode of Folks Unfettered. Um, I am your host, Gene Folks. I'm that brother of light. I'm the wisdom in your left ear and the knowledge in your right. Today, we are honored to have uh, as our guest, um, a man I like to call brother, as we're getting to know each other, and that's Dave Rice. Dave, uh, how's your morning going? I mean, this weather's kind of crazy here. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy, but really blessed, man. Just staying grateful, you know, for every day that we have. You know, right. our health is our wealth now. People are starting to realize it. Absolutely. Tell us about um, tell us about how you and I met, and what was the impetus for our conversation, and why. Uh, you decided to start a community initiative. Um, would just tell us about you, your story, and, and, and your program? Well, uh, we'll start out with how you and I met, which is really crazy. Uh, I'm a funny person. I believe in vibration. Either you're vibrating low or vibrating high, and you will attract you know, either one, either low or high. And you and I met uh, in a park uh, we call a pit up on 165th Street and uh, Edgecombe Avenue in Washington Heights. Right. And I was coaching uh, five young men at that time in the hot sun. And I think you took notice to how hard they were working and how dedicated they were. And you and I spoke on the side uh, for a couple of minutes mm -hmm. and talked about them and talked about you and talked about myself. And it turned out really, you know, far better than could ever be expected because you ended up speaking to the young men and giving them real points about themselves and the investment in self and how that can propel you forward. Mm -hmm. uh, if I tell about myself, you know, it's tough to tell about yourself, I think. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm not one of those people. I'm, I'm one of those people who's too caught up in the doing is something mm -hmm. I teach the boys. Uh, don't pay attention to time, keep doing. And when you do look up, you know, you'll be astonished at how much you accomplish in life. So mm -hmm. just a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a guy from Washington Heights, uh, 57 years old. Uh, I've seen the neighborhood uh, really bad and then go to really good and then start to head a little bad again mm -hmm. uh, due to COVID-19. Um, I was blessed uh, at 14. Um, I was actually recruited to play uh, basketball at a prep school, last black uh, prep school in America mm -hmm. at that time, which was Lorenberg Institute. And uh, Played there and ended up at Western Carolina University uh, and, you know, moved forward, married different aspects of my life. But uh, because of COVID-19, I saw some serious things happening. Mm -hmm. um, uh, our young people are caught in the middle of this uh, situation that we have and they're afraid. And 
they're wasting away in a lot of cases. I saw, uh, you know, they're forced to stay inside, uh, forced to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they began to lounge around some of the young guys I know uh, and develop atrophy. Uh, and the other thing that, tri- you know, I don't like this word, but triggered me right. was uh, noticing that uh, the crime level, the murder rate between young black men, it was bad before 2020, uh, but now it seems to have risen uh, expeditiously. So uh, I'm not a person who uh, believes I can save the world. I'm not here for that. Right. Um, but I'm also not a person, uh, thank goodness to uh, my prep school coach, Coach Gil Reynolds, uh, I'm not a person to sit and complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm more of a person who focuses on the issue and how it can be solved, not mm-hmm. that it's a problem, that it's a problem that can be solved with effort. And so I'm just doing my part. Uh, it started out uh, in April with one young man. By July, I had uh, two well, by June, I had two young men. Mm-hmm. By July, I had five young men. This was not my intention for this to happen. Uh, and presently, uh, the movement, we like to call it the movement, has developed uh, the movement of the New York Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kings with a Z at the end. Uh, has developed now in less than a year to uh, 30 kids here in the city and uh, another 15 abroad. Uh, We have young men calling us from um, Africa, Australia, and Germany right now, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to get aboard uh, and, you know, just capitalize off the opportunities that we're offering. Uh, I noticed that there's no development in basketball anymore. They expect these kids to come ready, ready, ready made to be stars. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That just doesn't happen. Uh, and also, we're so far developing them in terms of their uh, athletic skills, but we're not developing these young people as human beings. Right. And so that's something I received in the coaching I had. And uh, that's something that we're giving back now. Uh, We're blessed. Started out in the summer, just like I met you, uh, met a young man, Chris, who was a strength conditioning trainer, saw what we were doing and said, I want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So he joined. Uh, That was in July. Mm -hmm. Uh, By uh, the end of August, uh, the middle of August, I had another young man uh, Coach Dwayne, who is in charge of recruitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were doing, we were working, both working with a young man and said, we need to join forces. And he's a part of us now. Uh, met a young woman. She was playing ball in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice lady. And so we were doing and said, Coach, can I help you out? Mm-hmm. And I just looked at her and said, sure. You know, it was that vibration thing again, the same connection you and I had, I felt with all three of these people. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last young man, John, John is uh, the youngest member of our team as a coach. He's actually still a player and we're just working on him developing his skills to get him either to a junior college or actually to turn pro. He mm-hmm. is a player. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a good core of people. We are uh, right now nonprofit. Everything is out of pocket. Um, we're working. Our main goals, uh, we're dealing with young men. Mm-hmm. And our main goals is to not just teach them basketball. We use basketball to teach them how to be young men. Mm-hmm. And most people say, well, how do you do that? Uh, you must understand that there are attributes to being a man. Your physical self, 
doesn't mean that you're a man. If you develop these attributes from what I've seen, um, it enhances you as a being overall. So the first one would be honor, uh, which is vital. And people don't get it, especially amongst men. Uh, it's the first attribute, mm -hmm. honor. The, sec uh, the second one and the third one are going to be peculiar to people because it's the one thing we don't have amongst each other and for ourselves as a people. Uh, so the first one will be uh, mercy and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Honor, mercy, and forgiveness. Uh, the next one will be truth. Mm -hmm. You have to be a speaker of truth, not alternative truths. There's no such thing as an alternative right, truth. Right, you that, right. You are either telling the truth or a lie. Right. Isn't that funny? That we okay. live in this idea that where you have the truth and you have the alternative truth. Is that right. What is, right. What does that mean? What right. does... I, I don't even care what it means. There are mm -hmm. certain languages that I don't know. Right. No, that's rhetorical. That's rhetorical. It's like, all. it's like, what is that? It's rhetorical in nature, right? Yeah. You ask a question. It's like, what does that mean? Alternative truth. There's either truth or not truth. But, you know. I'm funny. I, whenever I see a dog chasing his tail, I find that peculiar. Just running mm -hmm. around in a circle. Right. Uh, right. So after truth is trust. You have to be trustworthy. Uh, the third, uh, the, the fifth would be loyal. Mm -hmm. These qualities are not spoken about in this particular society. Right. Uh, young boys are told a man has to work. Okay. Then what? What mm -hmm. part of that enhances him? Mm -hmm. What work are you doing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the Bible is funny that people try to take the Bible and today society and mix the two. So it says that a man must work or he will not eat. Mm -hmm. What we don't remember is the work that the father gave us was as farmers to till the land. Right. And if you didn't do that, you wouldn't eat. Right. Work and job are two different things. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do at New York Kings, the staff at New York Kings, very dedicated people is work, mm -hmm. not a job. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our reward comes from getting these young men in positions of excellence to better mm -hmm. themselves. Uh, so the last one is important, uh, which is relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't understand relationship. We understand situationship. Right. This is why, as a people, we're so fragmented. Uh, it's just one situation to the next. There's no relation to anything or anyone. And so there's no heart, no mercy, no care for anyone. Mm -hmm. So we have to really understand these particular qualities uh and i just mentioned one that's really big which is mercy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay uh we have to have that we have to instill that in our young men mm -hmm. we have to start seeing each other as family this is something that we promote very seriously at the kings of new york it's not just basketball mm -hmm. okay this is guys uh coming from different parts of the city um, with different backgrounds under different conditions dealing with various situations at home mm -hmm. to come together as a unit to accomplish certain things mm -hmm. all right so these are just uh, some of the things we instill in them well right right we want them to understand these things mm -hmm. not love mm -hmm. we want them to understand purpose place and duty mm -hmm. uh, again these are the things that are not spoken of and these are the things that enhance your life so mm -hmm. ultimately they receive a great deal of life lessons versus just book lessons
Right. Not just counting book, book lessons because to play for the Kings, you must be academically sound. Mm-hmm. You, cannot, you cannot play for us. Mm-hmm. What we are offering is a lot of guys who get overlooked in the public school system in New York. Uh, two young men we went and recruited. They're playing high school basketball. Uh, won't mention the school, but the coach only gets them together one time a week. And the reason for that is that they don't have a gym. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm totally confused by that. How are you at school? Right. You don't you have, have a gym. gym. Well, a lot of that, too, has to deal with a lot. Of, well, I, you know what? I don't answer the question. I think that uh, that is a compelling question, right? So from this, you saw a need to create a program. You So explain it to the audience. You felt like the, the needs of these young men, because Washington Heights is, is, is just north of, a few blocks just north of uh, Harlem proper. And so you've got a really diverse community there mostly Hispanic, um, Dominican. They got the, they call it a little Dominican Republic. Yes, sir. Um, and so something what we've learned, I know what we're continually learning is that in this country, that if you live in a certain zip code, then a certain amount of services uh, are gonna be overlooked, right? Uh, yes, sir. Organizations are always worried about a certain zip code is, is a crime or, 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 or all these other social economic factors that um, may allow them to neglect a certain area until they want to to figure out the prices of shalom then they can come in and do gentrification right um but in order to develop a really healthy thriving uh, community you have to focus on the individuals that actually live there and and, and, and there are not a lot of it seems like there are a lot of organizations that do that but the task is so large that it takes more organizational collaboration in order to make that happen. So when I met you in the park, I saw uh, a gentleman that was focusing on these five young men. Um, <laughs> and I thought, you know, I spent 10 years in the Air Force and man, you sounded like a drill sergeant. And, I, and these men were, these young, I don't like to call them boys, but these uh, young, young men, they're young, young men. men. They were running, doing the drills, everything you wanted to do, you know, everything you were teaching them. Um, I didn't hear them complain much. Of course, you didn't give them much room to complain. Um, and I was doing my own workout, trying to, you know, keep my mental health where it needed to be and my body in shape. And 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 so I saw you over there and we decided to start talking and you invited me to um, share my experience with those young men. And you and I got to talking and I heard wisdom in your voice. And I also heard uh, compassion and grace. And, big and and when I saw how you were attacking, um, you know, it takes courage to start something, put yourself out there like that. And, you know, you laced your shoes up and you went right to work. And as I learned more about, what the, you know, what the organization is doing and seeking to accomplish, I see now you, you've grown, haven't you? You've grown from from the five, the last time I was there, you had how many young men now? To over 45, 30 here in uh, Washington Heights and another 15, uh, uh, five in Africa, five in Australia and five in Germany that are seeking you know, to get here to work with us. The funny thing about it is we don't even have a social media footprint yet we've grown to the point to where we now realize that we need to uh expand on the business part of it and actually put up a website uh, really showing the different things that we do uh, what we're offering to these young men is an opportunity um to play in top tournaments mm-hmm. uh, not neighborhood tournaments but top tournaments Mm-hmm. where the uh, top coaches, top scouts, they all come to looking for players. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are guys uh, that might have got a, gotten overlooked because of what the uh, financial situations are at their various schools. 
uh, a lot of these schools are operating even without coaches. They're teachers. They're teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, not putting down the profession of teachers. A coach is a teacher, but he's a different kind of teacher. And because you can teach in a classroom doesn't mean that you can uh, teach young men about um, a sport mm -hmm. and more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's even such like the majority of the young men uh, we deal with come from single parent homes. And okay, mom is doing the best she can, but it, it, there'll be pushback on it. Mom can't make the young man into a whole man. Right. She doesn't know anything about it. Right. And it's tough in the environment that we are in to find men who live by man attribute mm -hmm. uh, to mentor young men and help them help those young men grasp exactly what's going on around them. You know, everybody has a thought process right now that everything is dying. And if you are living that way, you won't see opportunity. So we've gotten connected ourselves so far in just these past few months. Uh, appreciate you, Coach Dwayne. He, the guy, he, he puts in a lot of work, man. Um, we are now connected to uh, a few Division II colleges, uh, a couple of Division I colleges, and prep schools uh, just to get our kids in the best opportunities possible mm -hmm. uh, so that they can grow and be the great people that they are. Mm -hmm. You know, these young men are all great young men. Right. I've got, uh, we have young men from ages 14 to 20 now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm really astonished at once they're in the atmosphere where this these attributes are fostered, how it just comes out of them naturally. Honor mm -hmm. comes out of them naturally. Uh, had one mother, you know, I asked the mothers, because we meet with the parents, I asked the mothers to try something different. Mm -hmm. that when these boys do something wrong, that they not chastise them, that they send them to me. You know, a lot of people say, well, that's a lot. It's not a lot when you help these young men understand uh, the parameters that they're involved with. Mm -hmm. So a mother will demand, she will demand that the, you know, the son behave and do the right thing. A father will not demand, he will command the boy, right. Right. the young man to straighten up and do the right thing and people really need to study to understand the difference between the two. Two, right. When you said I was a drill sergeant, you made me really, I had to contain myself. I didn't want to bust out laughing. And the reason why is because uh, my prep school coach, Gil Reynolds, was uh, a Marine drill sergeant. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a black man in the 70s. Mm -hmm former Marine drill sergeant, so you know he was different. Mm -hmm. And he didn't give us the room to make excuses. He didn't give us the room right. to give up. He didn't give us the room uh, to give in. He didn't give us the room to explore alternative truths. There were no such things. Mm -hmm. Not with him. Mm -hmm. And so you really put a smile on my face. You never know how your life is going to turn out. We're here to all learn. Right. And that's what people must understand. In order to learn, you have to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you have to own up to those mistakes. Mm -hmm. So if it's happening to you presently, you say, what am I learning? Mm -hmm. And if it happened in the past, you say, uh, what did I learn? But you also don't know who's who's going to impact you, who sticks with you. Mm -hmm. And Gil Reynolds obviously is stuck in with me if uh, you say I'm a drill sergeant. So I smile. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. That means I'm, 
Yeah, I'm no worries. Of course. Gave, you even are. a tenth of the energy that that man gave uh, to so many young men, mm -hmm. you know, it would be my honor. My life would be worth something then. So thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. No, yeah, no worries. So <laughs> let me, yeah, let me, uh, I know you guys are working on your social media page. And so I'm going to offer this to you and to the audience that if you want to get in touch um, uh, with uh, Dave Rice, who's uh, running a uh, grassroots community program uh, here in Washington Heights, New York. Uh, you can get through them through the channel. Actually, you can get through them through, the, through my company's website, which is www.folkesig.com. You can send us an email at info at folkesig.com. I'll make sure that uh, to send that information on um, to Rice and, and the coaching staff there. Uh, if you're looking to either um, participate, um, donate, um, or offer services um, to a community that is, uh, you know, really doing, uh, you know, it's interesting because, and I'm going to digress here for a second. I'm going to, let me repeat that one more time. Uh, you can uh, reach the Kings in New York and, and its founder, Dave Rice, um, through um, my company website, which is uh uh, folksig.com www.folkesig.com you can send us an email to ask to inquire more about the organization and how you can participate volunteer plug in offer services um, or, or, or maybe even have your young man or young lady um, come and participate in the program uh, and so you will receive emails at info at folksig.com folkesig.com uh, Dave, you didn't know I was going to do that. Um, no, I didn't. Um, I do have, yeah, I do have the, I believe that it's very important to, you've done a lot in a very short period of time um, from, from taking your young men uh, and young women um, and actually um, taking them beyond, teaching the principles of not just basketball, but also the foundational principles of life and what it takes there. And so you've got a diverse staff that sort of jumped in. Um, because we have to, you know, if COVID did teach us anything, you know, it taught us just how fractured we are when it comes to our interpersonal relationships, whether that's our family. Um, and so I would say that at the onset of COVID, it's interesting because we, we have spent so much time claiming that we're working for our family and our home life and to have these possessions. And we would work so many hours pre-COVID being away from our families and not being able to enjoy those possessions. And then the family becomes fractured. And we know this has been going on for decades, right? The family's always been fractured. As long as there's been human beings, that was not the way that it was intended. Uh, but that is the way that, that, that most of us you know, have, have uh, are, are knowing it to be. It doesn't have to be that way. Then when COVID hit, now we have more time to spend with our families and to enjoy, and to enjoy our possessions. And yet, mental health issues are on the rise. Families are non-communicative. You find out they really don't like each other, right? In some cases. Most cases. Um, in most cases. And those possessions that we thought that we were working so hard for don't hold any joy for us. And I believe that's because a lot of times we're externally out there putting on a good faith, you know, a good face. We have a short amount of time with our families because that's what that's about all we can stand. And we don't do the internal work on our core values, who we are, what we stand for, what's our purpose in this life, and how and our place in it. And I believe that's why we're going through this this this, this um uh, reset. It's buzz. Reset. You're right, because there's a buzzword right now. It is a reset. There's a buzzword right now saying the great resignation, where organizations are having a hard time hiring people because people are resigning from their jobs. And so some of that has to do with uh, organizational uh, 
uh, toxicity. Some of it has to do with a misunderstanding of leadership and in, in, in management. So much so that my organization is going to focus on um, uh, that with private equity firms and, and, and other organizations to do that through workshops and, and training uh, sessions. Um, but it also is learned behavior. And it starts at the age groups. Um, you know, it starts in our young people. And what you have done is taken the lead is, 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 was we have historically done as people of color in our communities. You have taken the lead in doing something about it. Well, I mean, the, I mean, I, if I could just expound on you, you know, you are not sponsored by anyone. No, um, <laughs> not yet. You know, we're working out at a public park. You've gone from that to uh, having working a, out with, at the public recreation center. Now you're at a recreation center, right? You've just been blessed as because you have you had the courage to step out there and you saw a problem. You began to attack a problem, and I, I, I'm going to say this: sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of times, uh, black men. I won't say men of color. Black men specifically, I want to be very specific, and I don't like using the term black, but men of African descent in this country, it that way, um, are always maligned on what we don't do. And it highlights, was highlighted in the media of things that we don't do. And so we are not always afforded the opportunity to be a fully functioning, emotional, logical, rational human being. We're denigrated down to, um, still today, down to an in, in, in animal, whether that is a beast of burden, um, right. whether that is a, a political uh, uh, volleyball. Um, and so uh, the, 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 the most uh, enduring group, uh, one of the most enduring groups on the planet, where everybody comes from people of African descent. We began to attack the male of our, of our particular tribe. And then we began to internalize that. And so what we have now is this sort of um, cockfight, if you will. And well, one, one of the things that, and I, I'll say this, one of the things that impressed me, but sometimes, you know, scripture says iron sharpens iron is one man sharpens yes, another. Yes, sir. And so when you and I were at the park, what I found was a kindred spirit. I found a gentleman with, that, that seemed to have the principles and the values to take the time that he needed to have to do something bigger than himself. Now, some men that really don't understand the concept of, 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 of being a man, and I believe that, that there are those issues would be intimidated by that. They would be intimidated by each other. They want to, you know, sniff each other to see what's what. And I believe that more evolved men, men that are in tune with the spirit, recognize a kindred spirit and, and, and are not challenged and figure out, well, okay, so your tribe, you're over here fighting for your tribe, and I'm over here fighting for my tribe, and both of our tribes are being attacked. It make more sense for us to collaborate so that now we have a larger tribe and so we can attack a bigger enemy. And then bigger enemies sometimes are people. Bigger enemy is sometimes self. Bigger enemy is sometimes culture. Um, and the bigger enemy is sometimes uh, um, our disconnect um, with, um, and I'll just say it this way, for me, my disconnect with, with God, right? right? My disconnect with the Creator. The being of all things. So I just wanted to, you know, make that reckon, rec you know, that that recognition of of who we are to one another, and what we're trying to do and accomplish um, in, in in this thing that we're that we're living. So, so tell us tell us about a time, uh, and if you want to comment on that, you go ahead and chime in. Um, and that's totally fine. I just you just got me to thinking because yeah, I, I, well, I just wanted to, I yeah. just wanted to say real quick that I don't call it mental health. People don't have mental health issues. What people have is spiritual health issues. It's true. It's true. It's you know, true. Society, true. I'm not a societal person. Mm -hmm. 
if I was, I would be waiting on somebody to tell me how to be. Mm -hmm. I don't need anyone to tell me how to be. Mm -hmm. This is part of self-accountability, self-responsibility. These are things we teach our young men. Mm -hmm. Okay. We need to understand that we need to get our spiritual health together. Mm -hmm. We don't understand how community comes together. It's impossible for to have community. I'm saying this, there'll be pushback on it. I really don't care. The facts are the facts. I'm a person who believes in facts over feelings. I don't mm -hmm. tell you what I feel. I don't tell you what I think. You will hear what I know. So we are, you will never have a community with single parent run families, mother, grand families because those are not whole families so if you don't have a whole family you don't have a whole community we as a people continue to talk about unity funny thing the word unity is in community meaning communing mm -hmm. as a unit that's how you come together you and i came together because we're two men who have similar ideals mm -hmm. similar philosophies if you and i lived next to each other and you went to work in the day and i went to work at night when you went to work in the day i would watch over your family as it was mine right family, right not looking for your wife right but in terms of protection mm -hmm. i would look over your family mm -hmm. as i would look over mine mm -hmm. when i went to work at night you would look over my family mm -hmm. as if it was yours. So all are protected at all times. Right, correct. Remember that predators prey on those who break away from the herd. That's right. And so this talk of independence is illogical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's illogical. These are the things that we work on with our young guys to not dismiss their emotion but mm -hmm. not to live by their emotion as men they can't do that mm -hmm. they don't have that option mm -hmm. okay and they have to understand the value of themselves not looking for value or, or validation from anyone else well external validation right right this idea and see that's and just you said a, you've unpacked you said a lot uh, that calls to be unpacked and, and or at least gives food for thought. And this idea that you said about independence, I believe is spot on because a good community is about interdependency. Right. And what we're teaching our kids, and I don't, and, and, and that's one thing. Second thing is that whenever predators are hunting herds, then you have to call the herd, right? right? And you have to call either, you either call the weakest of the herd, right? Which then can bring down the strongest or you corner the strongest, you catch him, you know, uh, sleeping mm -hmm. and you knock him out and then you're able to run rampant in the herd and then exactly. change the entire feel and look of the herd yes, and you know you made a very valid point that culturally that's what we that's what happened within our community and now that's what happened as a whole that is what ha that's what's happening um in 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 our country is that we have this idea that we don't need each other if you're talking about gen you know that even as a single father i can raise my kids without um the guidance of feminine energy and there's nothing wrong you know we are made to feel wrong or some type of phobic you know so we have some type of phobia um when we have these discussions and it really is a discussion about uh mutual respect it really is a discussion about the balance of energies that was created from the beginning and right. you will find it in science, 
you were supported by science. It is supported by theory. You know, everywhere you go. It, then you have to ask the question, well, if that's what it is, and we are not willing to do what is natural, right? Um, then we are obviously engaged in doing that, which is unnatural. And then we being because we're not wired that way, we're finding more and more and more of an uptick in mental slash spiritual health issues because we are disconnected from my power source. Well, that's the whole thing right there. Um, you got to understand that we're conduits to power. We're not power. So this thought process of, you know, gaining all this power and doing all this, I laugh at, I scoff at it. Why? Mm -hmm. None of those so-called powerful people can stop a hurricane or a mm -hmm. earthquake mm -hmm. or a volcano or a tsunami. You can't even predict when they're going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's... It's, it's, it's childish to me overall in thought process. The holy word I study from teaches me that when I was a child, I did as a child would do. I spoke mm -hmm. as a child. Mm -hmm. I did as a child and lived as a child. But when I became mm -hmm. a man, I put away childish, childish things. things. Right. And so these childish concepts that this particular society is wrestling with is it's strange. Because ultimately what it amounts to, to me, it's just my opinion, mm -hmm. is just a denial of truth. Mm -hmm. And if you study the word, you understand that that's what sin is, is denial of truth, the truth mm -hmm. that's right before you, the facts are there. Mm -hmm. And you want to deny it. I couldn't deny any longer. It's been brewing in me for a while. Mm -hmm. Not you know, as a human being, almost Moses like, no, I don't want to do that. I, you know, mm -hmm. that's a lot. I don't want to be involved with it. That's the human in you. Mm -hmm. But the spirit in you won't allow you to sit on a sideline. Right. And so that lends to the thought process of understanding the difference between being appointed versus anointed. Mm -hmm. When you're appointed, you wanted to do it the whole time. You, that's mm -hmm. why you came there. That's what a job interview is for. Mm -hmm. Anointed, you didn't want to do it, but you knew it had to be done. And that right now, you're the one chosen to start that, to spark that. I'm just a seed. Mm -hmm. I want to put a challenge out there, if it's okay, big bro. Sure, of course. To whoever's listening. Like... Stop sitting on the sideline. There is something that you can offer. Mm -hmm. There is something that you can do to help cultivate our young people and understanding that they could be better. Okay? That they can be better. The word says those that are last shall be first and those that are first shall be last. Mm -hmm. Well, part of that is our responsibility and accountability to our own children. Mm -hmm. to teach them to be better than we are mm -hmm. to teach them the mistakes that we made so that they can be better so that they can move from fat last to first so i challenge everyone who's listening don't say this is a great interview and oh this guy is doing this i say it all the time people come to me and say thank you for doing this and i say don't thank me mm -hmm. get involved mm -hmm. do something Mm-hmm. Maybe you know mm -hmm. how to knit. I know a man right now. Nobody knows about him. What you said earlier about how we as men, meaning our specific group, are denigrated continuously. Mm -hmm. Okay, we want to talk about Jay-Z. I appreciate Jay. But we don't talk about the common man that is the one that's really making a difference. It is a common man that gives Jay-Z the platform he's able to stand on. That's correct. The that's right. Man. That's right. The regular guy. The right. guy who's making 45 grand a year. Mm -hmm. 
he gives Jay the platform to stand on and nobody mm-hmm. talks about him. So this particular man I, I'm talking about is a master plumber. You're talking about what I'm doing. He takes young men, our young men, and teaches them plumbing for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not just me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be just me. Stop sitting on your couch. Stop sticking your face in a box in your phone or in your computer or in your television. Stop looking for likes. Right. Get out here and do something. Right. Make a difference. These young people, we keep saying they don't want to listen. I don't teach my young men to listen to anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't teach them to look at anybody. Mm -hmm. I teach them to see and to hear. And Mm -hmm. people who are dull in their mind and dull in their heart will say that's the same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. Looking and listening requires no detail. Mm -hmm. Seeing and hearing Mm -hmm. not only requires detail, the detail causes not reaction, but Mm -hmm. response. Right. I'm only responding. My friend who's a master plumber, is only responding. Don't react. Right. When you react, it's too late. Respond. Well, and that's the key thing, right? Is that a lot of times, right, we focus on this idea of, you know, having our kids, and that's because culturally what we have done is we have had them focus on the external things, believing somehow unless you drive this car you live in this house you have this job uh, you make this amount of money that's going to uh, identify you as a better person right and so we begin to become self-interested and self-focused what you're talking about this master plumber uh, is the idea that what we have within ourselves is a skill set. It's the idea of master and apprentice that we had back in the day. So if you have a master plumber, or if you are a master mechanic, or if you are, if you are, if you are a CEO of an organization, there becomes a responsibility to pass that on to that next generation. But see, we have lost that culturally because of the breakdown in the family. And so this idea, because men have abdicated the throne for the most part. And so there was a time when a man- I don't mean to touch you, but that happens when there's a coup. That happens, right. And that goes back to thinning the herd. That's correct. And so there was a time when men held on honorably to pass their knowledge and their information on to that next generation there was a there was not perfectly and i'm not gonna say it's perfectly and there was a time and i'll say it this way because you know we're gonna get uh because it is what it is um there was a time when men and women felt a sense of responsibility to not try to dress act and think like their children but they actually took a step to parent their children and guide them in the way that they should go well, and so what I happened wanna, is before you say, I, before you say that, I want to address what you said earlier, which you addressed it. It's not that we just had them, our kids, concentrating on the exterior. Mm-hmm. That's bad enough. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. What has happened is, is we have neglected our responsibility as parents. Correct. COVID nineteen exposed it. Yep, it did. You didn't have to deal with your kid for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. You sent him to school to mm-hmm. people who don't know mm-hmm. him. Yeah, who really don't know him. It's yep. not their job to know them. Yep, that's it's right. It's not their job to raise your child. It right. is yours. It is yours. Right. You did what you did, and now they're here. They're here. I feel so bad for so many of these kids because they got to deal with so-called adults who don't want to be adults. Adults. That's both the parents and in the school. There are too many 23-year-olds in school Uh Uh acting as teachers. They don't have Mm -hmm. the experience of life Mm -hmm. to be teachers. Mm -hmm. It's not just books. Mm -hmm. It's life lessons. 
that right. make the difference. That's right. We have to get back to life lessons. Right. It, it, this is life that they're living. They're not living life in a book. Mm -hmm. It's life lessons. Mm -hmm. We have, this is something that is extremely serious uh, uh, with us at the Kings of New York. There you go. Right. The life lessons. Right. That is the difference. Gil Reynolds and every great coach, you, you study these guys, you find out they did something that's different. It wasn't about just the X's and the O's. The X's and the O's are in a book. Mm -hmm. What they did was they dealt with these young men as young men that right. needed development, that right. needed help understanding what was happening around them, mm -hmm. to give them foundation to spring up from to mm -hmm. be successful. Mm -hmm. Success doesn't just happen. Mm -hmm. I teach my guys the three Ds. And this was taught to me by Coach Gil, Gil Reynolds. The three Ds, drive, dedication, and determination. Mm -hmm. I said, Coach, what does that equal? He said, success, sir. Mm -hmm. Success. Mm -hmm. You gotta put something in it. Mm -hmm. All right? You're too yeah. busy making TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. Get off there. Right. Two people playing PlayStation. New guys that walk into the gym, I tell them certain things. First of all, this is not PlayStation. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. Second thing, you walk in the gym with me, it is a total and complete dictatorship. Mm -hmm. I do not care about your opinion. Mm -hmm. You have not been there. I have. Mm -hmm. I can help you. You cannot help me. Right. When I tell you to do you do. If you cannot stand that, then this is what you must do. Mm -hmm. The very door you walked in to that was open, it's also open for you to walk out of. Options right. are taken away. Those are the right. only two options. And you've grown. You get back to that. Right. To and you... children acting grown because they don't have any adults that are guiding them. Right. And so, right. And so, right. What we're about it's at awesome. the Kings in New York. I wanted to tell everybody something as well. If uh, to tie into uh, you helping us out on the website earlier, uh, we are going to be uh, playing tomorrow. It's exactly where I was going with it. Go ahead. Yeah. The Barclays Center. Right. Uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, I think it's $27.95 to uh, come and watch us. Mm -hmm. uh, the event will be taking place from 4.30 to 6.30 in the evening. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've learned where what's transpiring is uh, a professional basketball trainer is having the event. He uh, is going to train our guys in drills, and then we're going to scrimmage uh, against each other, uh, the Kings of New York. And so parents would be there and we'd like some other people from the community to come and just see what's happening with some young men uh, who are not out uh, shooting, robbing, going through the pains and struggles of trying to find their way. They're being guided. Right. Right. So again, the event is tomorrow at the Barclays Center from 4.30 to 6.30 in the evening. That is fantastic. That's, yeah. and this is how, you know, one of the things that I find so interesting is with everything that you're saying is that you actually, the traction that you're getting, you're actually, this is resonating with people in the community. It's resonating with men and women alike that then will say, hey, listen, I care about um, my young man and woman. You know, there's this, and I'll say this, and folks, let me just, let me just say this, that you are actually listening to Folks Unfettered, um, a place where we uh, have uh, unique voices and interesting individuals. Uh, we hold discussions with them and conversations in a free-flowing way. Uh, my style is I like to have conversations with people as if you're sitting right in the room with us. And so uh, hopefully our conversations uh, will resonate with you. Um, and that seems to be the case as our audience um, continues to grow. Make sure to check us out on Anchor FM, yeah, we're available on all streaming platforms. Uh, we're on Amazon Alexa. You can say Alexa, um, and I don't mean to trigger your elect. I'd say it that way. 
you know, play uh, the latest episode of Folks Unfettered. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Um, we are actually growing and evolving here at Folks Unfettered to where we are working to uh, not just be audio, but also have a talk show format with video. Because I believe it is important to highlight, bring attention to, and a voice to people uh, like uh, Dave Rice and some of the other guests that we've had uh, on the program uh, that are really doing good things. And so in my own small uh, life, and trying to add purpose um, that we created this channel in order to do that so people can actually be heard. Um, uh, we've had comedians, we've had authors, uh, we've had uh, organizational leaders, congressmen on the show. Um, and so uh, all walks of life, we're all walking through um, the, this experience and we are more connected. Like Brother Dave said, we are all a community. And within that is really unity. And we seem to be, so many voices are, or seem to be so divisive um, and so angry. Uh, we have to remember that we are a community. And so I wanted to just highlight that piece of the program to remind you of what our purpose um, is and will continue to be uh, in conversations that we're having uh, with Dave Rice. If you will see within, what was it, Dave, about April? Um, yeah. so that we met so now in less than a year you've gone from five young men uh, playing 45. to 45 young men and now in three different parts of the world February 12th between 4 and 6.30 you yes, guys sir. Are, are going to be uh, running skills and drills at the Barclays Center there in Brooklyn um, with a professional basketball trainer you're not only focusing on the physical attributes of these young men, but you're actually focusing on the holistic approach to these young men and women, um, uh, you know, young ladies, um, to make them better citizens before you send them out into the world. And so to that piece, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions as we're sort of uh, bringing the show to a close. What is the one, I'll ask you this one question. What is the one thing that you would like our listeners to take away uh, from uh, your story and that of your organization? That all is possible, but you can't do it sitting on a couch. Mm -hmm. All is possible. Mm -hmm. It's investment. Investing in these young people is also investing in myself and my future. And it's just a smart idea to do. I think of myself more like a farmer. I seek out good soil. I plant good seed. I've done my part. Then there's a tree and then there's fruit. Mm -hmm. We need to get better outcomes. Better outcomes don't come from just talking about it. Better outcomes come from doing something about it, not being afraid to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Again, stay in the doing. You look up, you you won't even imagine. I can't, I, if you spoke to me about this being at the level that it is now, uh, here in February, you spoke to me about that in April, I would have told you no, that wasn't gonna happen. That wasn't something I'm interested in. And here we are. Here we are. Just getting to doing. And know and trust, trust, that's the biggest word. Trust that all mm -hmm. things are possible. Mm -hmm. That's it, well, big bro. Well, thank you, Dave, so much for um, allocating your time for us today, folks. And I do mean that uh, with, the, with the pun intended. Hopefully you have um, received all the information that you have regarding Dave and the Kings of New York, and what he's doing here in Washington Heights. And there's a call to action. You know, you can bloom where you're planted. So wherever you are, wherever part of the country you're in, whatever country you're in, um, look among, around yourself and see what's needed in your community. And instead of waiting for somebody else to do it, you pick up and do it. 
And then when you pick up and do it, you reach out to us here at Folks Unfettered. And we'll figure out how to do it together. We'll figure out how to build a platform, how to build an ecosystem for the people, by the people, so that we can actually become better citizens, not just within our own communities, but also within our own states, in our own countries, and being good global citizens. And that starts with some of the fundamental principles and the values that the founder of the Kings of New York, Dave Rice, shared with you today. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Thank, Thank you, Brother you, Dave, um, Appreciate for you, sharing man. your information and your story. Folks, um, we're going to get out. This is part two of our conversation. Um, stay tuned for, uh, for an update after, after tomorrow's event there at the Barclays Center. Uh, uh, we'll, um, we'll make sure to keep you, uh, keep you informed and post of progress. Check out, check us out on Necessary episode of Folks Unfettered. You guys have a happy, fruitful, productive Friday. Thanks, Brother Dave. We'll talk to you soon. All right, my brother. Peace and safety, man. You too.